Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are listening. And welcome to the Unfiltered Bride podcast. Tits from the top table and beyond. Wow, we really went into that. So you know it's going to be juicy. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> juicy, juicy. Do you know what? Juicy. Hearing myself say that every time I have to listen to the episode makes me go, oh, what, do I, what bit do I say weird? Top tip. Do I say top table? Well, a fun fact, when we recorded yes. that, I was so ill and I'm like, welcome. Do you know it's going to be juicy? <laughs> and they won't let me change it. We it's like, it's like Geordie Shaw. They have their intros and they're like 20 years old. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Maybe what, next year we update it. What are we talking about today? I want to talk about the stuff that always gets forgotten. Okay. But always hits the mark. Yep. But is like... Mm, can totally change a venue, change a wedding, change the styling, change everything. Now I'm here for it. Ready? Let's go. I was going to tell you what it was. Oh. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Production. Ooh. All right, roll t- the intro. Fuck's sake. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding and welcome the Unfiltered Bride podcast. Tips from the top table and beyond. So you know it's going to be juicy. We all know that you're loving our sponsors, Crafty Lab, but we thought you'd like to hear a little bit more about them. Crafty Lab are a husband and wife team who started the business back in 2021 after planning their own COVID wedding. Apparently, they were discussing how many things they needed to tell their guests about the wedding. For example, the timeline of the day, wedding facts, and even about their dog. And then one of them said, it's going to be a bloody newspaper at this rate. And boom, the wedding newspaper was born. I'm not even joking, but every single wedding I go to now has a wedding newspaper. It's as essential as confetti. From as little as 89p per paper, it's a bit of a no-brainer. But shall I tell you what is cool? Some people are using them as invitations. Yes, I love that. I think it's really cool to get something physical in the post that then sends you to a website. Imagine just chilling at home and the postman delivers a newspaper of your mate's face on. So whether you're looking to give your guests all the details of your day or a unique and fun invite, Crafty Lab are your guys. And we've got you a discount, so don't forget to use the code UNFILTERED at checkout. Okay, production. What's production, Georgie? Shall I find the actual terminology? Yeah. I feel like we oh we know what it is, but do we really know what it is? Mm-hmm. I think that's a word that people don't. Really I wonder use. how to word it in the way because obviously a, pr- a production. Do you know what? I spoke to a couple the other day and they were talking about their wedding and they were like, "We want it to be a, a nice wedding and things, but we we want OTT everything." I was like, "So you want a production? Yeah, it, their wedding is a production. They just happen to be get married absolutely within it. I'm okay with it. Some other people might listen to this episode and think this is not for me. Okay." No problem. Like, honestly, fine. The production is a big thing to organize solo. And really big thing. It is expensive. It's, it needs it budget expensive. if you're going to do it well. Um, and I'll let Georgie finish with her stylus pen and <laughs> phone still. Still not fixed. But there is so much to it. So much yeah. to it, which I will go into. Because you see all those dream weddings that you see online. You see all the Australian weddings. They are, like, when I say they've got minimum 20K worth of production. Yeah, when you watch some of those big suppliers doing weddings, when you look at celebrity weddings, the the probably the first thing they started with was production. Whereas generally, most of the people listening to this, including myself, wouldn't have much production I'd at their wedding. Loads. Yours would just be a production and you'd be like, shit, we forgot to book a ceremony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is meant by wedding production? Essentially, the term wedding production refers to the build or design of your event, anything that is not flowers or styling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would agree with that. So when we said earlier, which we need to say on here is like chairs, 
although that doesn't technically come into like the production bit and maybe borders on the styling the the chairs you're picking we just looked at a wedding video that you did in a venue that we do a lot the chairs are different the whole thing looks different it's the easiest way to put a mark on yes your wedding um having with all due respect everyone's got shivari chairs it it goes in trends so for example you used to have chair covers the spandex ones now everyone has r.i.p shivari chairs everyone has crossback chairs they're the two that most venues buy in and stock um some venues are now starting to go to the louis chairs which are like the lime wash wood ones but like much more luxury mm. seat pad on the back and the the bottom get cozy um they're much wider they're much more this luxe. is the only thing to think of is the venue i went to the other day have wider chairs you can't fit as many in so no, then you no, get no, the opposite where you're like well if i want 200 people i need to hire in shivari chairs mm-hmm. and chairs ain't cheap mm, or you could black bentwood ghost yeah. chairs like there is depending on what look you want chairs super super important and if there is room in the budget for it switch it up how much is a chair depends so give like, me a rough price louis chairs start from 10 to 15 pound plus vat per chair <gasps> bentwoods wait uh, wait so you got 100 100 guests yeah grand easy you probably won't get a louis chair less than 10 pound give or take jesus dior chairs are the, all the white chairs with the gold mirroring yeah, yeah, yeah. around the edges very luxe uh black bentwoods what's a shivari these days then six pound i think you could probably get shivari from four to six pound yeah so this is the other thing to think of when you're going to venues i know at that point you're not really looking at chairs but if in your head you know that the chairs are actually a really big deal what chairs do they have do they have the louis chairs therefore you've saved yourself a grand because mm-hmm. normally it's within that price of the venue mm-hmm. yeah um Ooh. so yeah production chairs isn't massive on production if i'm being honest production to me is like rigging lighting special effects um the weddings that you see online that have got the perfect lighting the tables are spotlit. The like the, amb- Mate, the lighting is like li- it's everything. Lighting is really underrated. Yeah. And luckily in some venues they've got killer lighting. In some venues it's completely blank canvas. Well, marquee. Yeah. So you really, really need to think about time of day, what lighting you need. Colours. Colours. Um, if you want to change the vibe, like my, I often quite say to couples, like if you want to switch it up in the evening, up pliers. They're yeah. not that expensive bang on a pink if you want like that's we've literally got i mean it's a smaller lighting behind us but the podcast wouldn't look like this if we didn't have that backlit lighting pink. production yeah and bands will do lighting and production for their sets which a lot of people don't add on but that's really what makes it kind of pop pop and pump um so yeah lighting and production is really really important however knowing when to do it and how to do it is super important yeah. so have you experienced much lighting and production? Mm, I've done a few weddings where it's been uh, a separate a separate supplier mm-hmm. that has come and done the production of it. So even things like dance floors, yep. um, like LED lighting, backdrop kind of lighting, stages. stages. We did that really cool one with the dance floor and the stage and the band stage. And that was very cool. Yep. But no, the, I reckon, what would you say percentage? I'd say 90% of weddings don't have production mate of the weddings you've done this year as in like a full-on production not comes with a band not up lighters i feel like more of my weddings do because they're very big design yeah true design what percentage of yours then have a full-on production company separate 30 percent. fuck off yeah nah you're trying to shit mate yeah Mm, again these are what's the budget required for for production easy 10k yeah 
Like it's, it's if you want to do it well, it's a good chunk of money, um, which some people have, some people don't. It's not important to some people. It is important to some people. Some people are doing their wedding for 10K. Like yeah, this, yeah, is yeah. What, this is why we have both me and Georgie on. Yeah, well, I I had I didn't have any production. I had production that came with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I didn't ha- I didn't need a stage. Like no, I didn't do any of that because I first of all I didn't have the budget for it. Plus the venue had very good lighting yeah. in there, so that was already set. But equally, it's, it wasn't as important to me as a free bar. Mm-hmm. So that's where my money got spent. So like to take your event to the next level, and this is what people don't do. The average wedding doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. Then yeah um is looking at the special effects looking at the lighting looking at the production um and actually knowing about it i don't think people know about it no i think you look at a picture on instagram and you go cool right well i've got flowers like that and i've got round tables and i've got white cloths and and then you set it up and then it just it doesn't look bad but it doesn't look like the picture you looked at instagram so for example the wedding we did the venue had stunning chandeliers, didn't need any really much more lighting, but they wrapped the stage at the venue in a white mm. with white carpet. They had a sweetheart table on a stage with white yes. carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a bespoke final dance floor with their initials on. You're talking a couple of grand. It's not 10 grand. But equally, that wedding, that room was the room for the entire yep. thing. So we finished the ceremony. And then when you were in there, their dinner was sat around the dance floor. They came in and did the cake cutting on there. Like it was, that was... The main part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I say lighting and production, 10 grand, you can do production at a very smaller scale just to enhance the space. Mm. But when I'm talking 10 grand, I'm talking like you need, when you need to rig light into top. So explain rigging. Cause I feel like people hear about rigging a lot and don't understand it. So for example, we've got a wedding coming up. Um, we've got a marquee, so it's blank canvas. Down the middle of the marquee, they're rigging it with lights. So they're putting up lights on these big metal structures. So the metal structure is the, the rigging. rigging yeah. yeah. Um, there's no way you can do it otherwise. And it's also very difficult to rig a venue, especially yeah. if it's listed. Especially You can't like, go into the, you can't drill into walls. Yeah. So in a marquee, that is where you get more like lighting and production. Mm. Um, so we're doing rigging in the ceiling. We've got, I think, 11 chandeliers going in the marquee. <laughs> because there's no lighting, that is our light. Fine, fair. And it's also a decor piece. Yeah. Um, it's a glass marquee, so we're going to reflect lights. And I imagine like it's the feature then. It's a feature, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we've got uplighters around the room. And then like on the estate, we're doing like uplighters. They're doing light into the accommodation. Yeah. Um, and all of that. So you can talk, you can go to town on it, but that's an important part. But we're actually getting rid of something in place of that. Yeah. So for me, I always say, let's look at it. They were going to do drapes in the market. Don't need to do drapes. No, Let not the if you've chandeliers, got chandeliers yeah. do the talking. It's at night. It's like a glass house. All the lights going to reflect off each other. It's going to be stunning. Winter wedding. Winter wedding. Yeah. Um, but I've done weddings where we still done chandeliers in summer just because they want that decor piece. Yeah. Like the chandeliers. Oh, I, lo- I did a wedding in Wales where it was like gorgeous barn but like um bricks mm-hmm. kind of thing and the bride had said the f- the first thing she booked was the chandeliers in that yep. room because she was like i like the room but it's not right boom as soon as those were in i was like that just looks insane it's a really good way to step up your wedding and to be fair it's a good way to make it look different to all the if, if you want that kind of different wedding but you do want a wedding venue that lots of people use you got how do you different. make it look different so chandeliers let's give you some rough pricing again not going to quote, like not going to promise the price in, but they can range from £100 a chandelier to £1,000 a chandelier. And like when I say the £1,000 one, it's bigger than me. Like it's, it's huge, <laughs> yeah. the ones that we work with. Like 
they have to get like imagine the labor behind putting that chandelier up that's yeah. why they cost so much yeah but the smaller chandeliers you can get much cheaper um and that's and that's where you got to look at it. like i'd sometimes say don't have as much decor and have the statement chandelier yeah. production the lighting and don't get the hundred pound chandelier if it's the main point of the mm. of the thing you're not going to see it if it's small and up high like go big or go but home. prioritize it and it's a good way like i said production usually if you go full production you're around talking 10k minimum but like we said dance floor framing the stage a smaller stage chandeliers you can easily do that for under five grand yeah 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 and it's i i say sometimes like when it comes to i actually don't have the charge plates have the chandeliers yes don't have this have this yeah because that's what's going to create the impact that's going to create the wow and the biggest thing i always say to clients is if you want to impress your guests have something up high is it have something at every single level so up high in the middle download like we're killing every every sensory kind of point in yeah. with the eyes yeah because we had our um Pampers cloud of Pampers like cloud, yeah. yeah when i look at all of my photos that it like when when you picture that because obviously photographers be able to talk about this more but when they take a photo there's there's the frame what is in the top third you're normally in the middle third what's at the bottom third so we had our really nice tables we had the bud vases we had the meadows things like that and then above us we still had decor and it doesn't look like every point you hit it. Yeah. I mean, you What's just too much you had though? a good stylist. I did have a good stylist. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like I would say like, if you've got a big cloud, you had bud vases on your top table. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend a big floral display and a meadow. We're hitting the points tastefully at every level. Don't get me wrong. If you have a really wild and whimsical wedding, you can go to town on top, yeah. middle, bottom. But if you're having that like kind of very chic luxe look, you don't need to go to town at every level because you don't want to feel like you're floating in between. So flowers. what else can you put up high? So we've done, we said cloud, we've said chandeliers, draping. disco balls, drape. So I had Dis- draping in the ceremony. Yeah, disco balls is another thing you that people love to do. On mass, don't just put one disco ball up. Yeah. It's not going to create, we want to create impact. Impact's the key word here. Impact. Yeah. And I feel like production is that. And you walk the in it and you that feel, room. like we did, um, disco balls at a wedding we were at recently on the staircase did like five yes. disco balls but we had a spotlight on it yes so when it spanned to be honest when you first put them up i was like they look cool when that hot, the spotlight hit i was like oh fuck right they look cool yeah like you need that bit yeah that little bit extra so always look at that that's what i'd say is a big part of it and take from other elements you don't like say you have a 10 grand wedding wedding budget for yeah. decor yeah which some people do take from that okay we yeah. can spend x amount on flowers let's not go these big centerpieces let's do a smaller centerpiece and go big on the chandeliers yeah. and let's do this and let's this do is that. what i talk to like ev- all of my couples that i do full planning with and anything about budget is it's intentional spending mm-hmm. like nobody well okay very rarely do people have just an unlimited pot of money that they're saying yeah do this this mm-hmm. is if it means you don't have a free bar and you want to have bigger on the production cool mm-hmm. somebody else listen to this will do the total opposite uh, cool fine but if you're if you're doing something if, if something is a key part of your wedding do it properly mm-hmm. go hard on it and it's like when you've got bands so like when you have a band during the wedding breakfast singing mm-hmm. you want them you want them spotlit yeah because you want them to stand out you want them to how easy is it to put spotlights into a space then? It all depends on the venue. Yeah. But your band should offer, like, will offer a production package and people are like, nah, I don't like, because you just think, oh, the DJ booth comes with some disco, like, yeah. lighting and stuff. And it's, it's how much you want to go. Obviously, then you need, like, a lighting engineer. Yeah. Like, the band's, like, 21 events at our party, there was a lighting engineer the whole night. Yeah, yeah. To make the music go 
with the, the sorry the lights with the music that we were going for it just <laughs> makes me laugh when you say music music <laughs> it still gets me but yeah so i think production is very very taboo misunderstood what it can create it's a really it creates a feeling yeah it creates an experience and every wedding you see on pinterest that's like wow production's behind it every every celebrity wedding that you see has got heavy production mm. budget behind i've seen it. people spend 100k on production 100 percent, yeah M- more olivia atwood's wedding even when just when you look at those photos that is all lighting yeah all lighting. it's the same as when you like walk into you know the show homes yeah and they've got the lamps going you're like this room looks cozy and it's giving me the feels it's not it's not actually the room. It's all the stuff that's in the room and all the things. So it's kind of, think of it like that. It's the, Good it's the staging explain. of the yep. wedding, isn't it? So what are the, so we've said about things up high. Is there anything else that goes up high? So we said draping at disco balls, floral installs. Chandeliers. Chandeliers. Lighting. Yeah. So there are kind of main points, main points up, up high. Up high. Um, what about lighting? Up so lighters. F- up lighters. Feature pieces like the chandelier. Yeah spotlighting to enhance spaces and so for example if you've got a really dark wedding breakfast room it's it's winter it's coming down and you've got candles and stuff having a spotlight on it will just make everything glisten and like stand out nice would it be too bright how do you how do you worry about the lighting engineer will make sure it's it's spot on for you fine um fairy lights festoon lights outside lighting so i feel like as far as people go is fairy lights in terms of yeah. production like yeah, let's yeah. be real that's festoon lighting and fairy lights is what people do and it typically comes with a market if you book in a market yeah. they say do you want the festoon walkway yeah of course we do but mm-hmm. and then that's it, it's easy to book when someone says here's yeah do you want the festoon lightings and you're like well yeah of course i do when somebody says do you want the rigging you're, you're like, like what? what the fuck is rigging mm-hmm. and it also like it's one of those annoying i always call it annoying cost of weddings is you're paying for stuff sometimes that you don't actually see like the labor behind that yeah is mad because they've got to get yeah. up on sometimes they've got to do scaffolding sometimes they've got to do there is effort. effort yeah and obviously the insurance and the power behind it all yeah but when you do it well it's definitely something to look at if you've got a bit of budget left like i said it can you can go from like a grand to yeah 100k on it it's... and there's ways of doing things there are diy ways of doing things Absolutely. like even like the lamps like i've done a wedding before where they had a marquee and they had these little like um cozy areas they bought their own lamps to yep. go in it and they're probably from their house like so doable we do a lot of speakeasy cocktail areas so we buy the tabletop you've probably seen them at yes. gatsby that we do um they're like little tabletop lamps with little fringes on um and i saw a client do it um and she just got them from charity shops yeah car boots love it and that created a really speakeasy dingy cocktail bar yeah and it was a vibe nice um what are the lightings uh colored lighting yep neons i would even put in with that yeah um because a neon changes a vibe Mm -hmm. like it's either a room and then it's a room with a big neon and you're like it's a party room now yeah um any other lighting no that's kind of it really lighting wise mm-hmm. but i would say lighting to me if i was going to pick one area of production to do lighting. it would be lighting mm-hmm. um okay what other let's think about evening do so dance floor yep i'm definitely coming around more to dance floors yeah i think if the venue if the space needs it then definitely do it i like the personalized ones because they're too. they're actually really cheap to do yeah yeah i had a quick like one the other vinyl. day and it wasn't horrific yeah. and if there's a dance floor already at a space speak like for a marquee for example they quite often have the dance floors mm. speak to them if you can vinyl it because it, it does peel off yeah like usually you'll be fine but check with them first and then you've got like indoor fireworks oh they scare me man mm, but they're good they Mega. are they i did one the other month um where they had the the indoor cold sparklers 
for the first dance I feel like, and the dry ice. Yeah, I feel like people are scared to do dry ice, haze. Um, but so many venues don't let you do it. Marquis, this is why you need a marquee. Yeah. Um, the haze machines, the dry ice. Smoke machines. When people walk, it, you see it all the time, it goes viral on Instagram. People walk into the wedding breakfast that's covered in dry ice on the floor. Yeah. And it's the experience, it's a sensory overload, isn't it? It's yeah. like, whoa, I haven't seen this. Do we need some this. dry ice at the tour? Maybe. <laughs> Um, the haze works really well if you've got the spotlighting because you just get that like shadow of like yeah. haze when you've got all the lighting going on. So it's all of those special effects. You're like, oh, I don't think I want them. Confetti cannons. Do them bloody well. Oh, I love confetti cannons. But <laughs> not the twisty ones. They no, need yeah, to but be again, electric there's a, there's a DO. I did an electric one the other day. So this is always like my favorite part, but also the scariest part because I normally press the button. So I'm ready. I, I know the point in the song where they want it. I, I, I trust myself more than I trust somebody mm. else to do it though. So I'd rather kind of do it. They did their first dance. Absolutely fucking nailed it. I pressed the thing, did it, looked amazing. We then had a second one and they were like, oh, just press it when it when everyone kind of joins, when it feels the moment. So I was like, cool. Yeah, wait for the moment. And it was that jump around, jump, jump around. Press the button, nothing, didn't work. Really? Didn't work. And it's just, it is just one of those things that it... Oh, Tech. Yeah, because they they tested it. It was all ready. They'd show me how to do everything. There was only one button I had to press. I couldn't have done that wrong. Like, it was all fine. The DJ then came and tried it and it just didn't work. See, that's why I always say keep your lighting engineer and your tech production guy yeah, on site. Yeah, so But equally, it was one of those things that... it it These are all bonuses. Was the confetti like mega though? Yeah, it was. The so the one, the one that went off was all that it needed. Yeah. It was fine. The other one was a nice to have i think yeah it's like again the electric ones go so high yeah go like they give so much more power behind it yeah it's like okay you're going to spend x amount on confetti cannons and props for the dance floor xyz okay if you spend all of that on the confetti cannon do you get the same experience yeah what it's we had a confetti cannon at ours actually and i think it was probably 50 quid it was an electric one wasn't it yeah yeah it was yeah but we pointed slightly too high and it hit the ceiling there's still confetti in that roof but it still it had the same effect it it all went over us and then we um gave out smaller cannon smaller handheld ones for new year's yeah so again to me production would be confetti cannons if somebody's listening thinking i don't have the money for the handheld ones will it's just another moment it's just another chance to be like bam when i say they pop like they bang and it's just like love when it's like raining confetti the big like they're so worth it yeah 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 so worth it loved it um where do we go with that where were we that evening evening okay do you how do you feel about changing so quite often a venue you will go out Mm. and then you'll come back in won't you there's a turnaround Mm -hmm. how do you find the balance of not taking too long for a turnaround because we don't want guests to be sat around for two hours but still being able to change that I think, again, lighting's very quickly. Get a yeah. remote, you can change the color of the lighting and switch it up really well. In Dance floors don't take long to put down. No, summer, it's quite nice because you don't get the full effect of the lighting maybe in the day mm-hmm. compared to the evening. Again, fairy lights, I've seen people just not turn them on because they're not yeah. they're so high up. Um, the de- the DJ setup usually creates quite a good buzz buzz to it. But like sometimes I'd just be like, ask for photos of the lighting setup because I'd yeah. be like, yeah, we include spinning heads. We include this. We include that. We include, we include tower lights. Ask for a photo. Yeah. Yeah. What does that actually look like? I, I like your idea of the like haze yeah. or, the, or something so that when everybody's walking in, it's like, oh shit, we're yeah. here to party. Like it's this the, is hardcore. Like I keep saying sensory and impact. Yeah. Do the unexpected if you can within the budget you've got. 
I love that. Um, okay, what other bits of production haven't we mentioned? Staging? Yes. I loved the one we did where their top table was on a stage. Yeah, we've got another one with a top table on a stage. And I think it just adds that little bit of... I'm important. <laughs> You've just got to make sure it's wide enough so when people push out the chairs, they don't fall off. Yes. Yes. And make sure that the entire thing is covered because a wedding that I did that had a top table stage, where everyone was meant to be coming in, the doors that they were supposed to be coming in was behind the top table stage mm-hmm. and the back of the top table first of all wasn't very pretty but also they hadn't covered the bottom back of it because i think they assumed that they'd walk through so i then diverted everyone to walk in through the side door which was absolutely fine but think of that bit where people walk in from mm-hmm. what are you hitting them with when they come in is it just the grandeur of the space is it the light is it the welcome sign even like you want them to walk in and be like yeah and sometimes you don't have to build a stage. So for example, if the venue's got a stage, but it's like blue and your whole yes. wedding's white, you can get it wrapped very, very cheaply, actually. Probably a couple of hundred pounds to get it wrapped. Yeah. And then it's all about, again, if you're spending that money, how do we make it a big feature mm-hmm. so that then everybody's looking at it and therefore it's worth money? It's girl math. Yeah. If every eye is on it, it's only a pound per eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am um, talking of girl math. I saw some mother-in-law math the other day. Yeah, go on. Um, and it was like, when your mother-in-law thinks that your, her family is the only people that are coming to the wedding and doesn't realize that there's an entire 50% of the wedding that is not her family and therefore she does not get to make every decision within it, she's an idiot. <laughs> I was like, I love this. Mother-in-law math. Mother-in-law math. So oh. Um three tips for production at a wedding please consider it oh tip one like consider it because people don't even look at that as like when you do your spreadsheet and you break it down production isn't on there yeah like lighting and production yeah if you're gonna do anything lighting okay like got to be got to be up there think of how the room's going to look at the time of day that you're going to be in there, that your guests are going to be in there and create that feel. It's the easiest way to create a feeling. Emotion. Or vibe of how you want the day. Is it party? Is it romantic? Is it bougie? Is it exciting? I love that. I love thinking of it like that actually because for us, ours was a romantic ceremony Mm -hmm. and I feel like we did that. We had lots of candles. It had draping. It was very like Mm -hmm. yum. Then versus the evening... We had the neon, we had the like confetti cannons, like all of those sort of things that you can do different vibes throughout the day, but you should know what your vibes are. Mm-hmm. Like yours would just be pure bouge yeah. all day long. Um, my third tip is consider special effects. Like what? Even if it's on a smaller scale, a bigger scale, the special effects create the wow factor and create impact that guests aren't expecting. And it also, it surprises suppliers as well because mm. not everyone and you don't see it at an everyday wedding so think about haze think about dry ice think about indoor sparklers like think about all of that that you can get that's going to create a wow mm. impactful moment that's going to surprise your guests use the sensories like your sensory skills that makes sense senses <laughs> think about senses. this think about the senses like it's, yeah. it's seeing it it's like have you seen the tiktoks at the moment where they have like big balloons floating around the dance floor and then as the first dance hits the i don't even know what it is but something pops Mm. the balloons that then all these little balloons come out and i was like love that yeah very cool do the unexpected to me money on production would be worth more than fireworks a hundred percent like think of think of what you're trying to do with fireworks you're trying to give them all a moment of oh Mm -hmm. ah bang it inside I love that. Mm. 
Because fireworks, people have seen them. Yeah. You can see them for Again, free. You see them on bonfire night. If you're a firework lover and it makes sense to you guys, cool. Like, stay strong with it. If you're not and you're just trying to find a way of doing something cool at your wedding. Fireworks are like thousands of pounds for like two minutes. Thousands of pounds. So take that and those thousands of pounds. Dance you, floor. You could do haze. You could do dry ice. You can yeah. do fire indoor sparklers. You can do like all of that. I also love the, um, what's the one where it like the sparklers all stream yeah. down. Like a, it's almost like a backdrop, isn't it? Mm-hmm. One of my couples are looking at doing that. And I was, I said to them, I was like, cool. But why? What, why? Why are we doing it? And they were like, oh, we kind of just want a photo. I was like, let's cut the cake there. Like do something. Mm-hmm. Let's make, let's find a moment and up it with something that you want to do add some special effects to these key points within a wedding so that people don't just remember the cake cutting. They're like, their cake cutting was epic. It was in front of a freaking sparkler wall. Just, mm, mm. So some of the pivotal moments at events that I go to or weddings that I go to, I remember you saying it when you were doing maybe your first dance or like one of the last songs that you had. Mm. And that moment just created a feeling. Oh, that last song. Like the endorphins inside of you to create that memory that's going to last forever is when you use production at those points so for example you're at the peak of your first dance song and you've got the confetti cannons going off yeah or it's the last song and the confetti cannon goes off everyone's arm in arm dancing the light changes the light changes yeah those are the moments which everybody's going to remember and go that felt freaking awesome yeah anybody that was at that last everybody that was at that new year's eve point of our wedding unless they were absolutely smashed, should remember that moment. Mm-hmm. And then we all came together. We did the whole new year bit. We did the last couple of songs. And it was just, that is one of my favorite moments of the entire wedding. And it it is due to, I've said this before, I think, but like you have to make moments happen on a wedding. They don't mm-hmm. always just like, everyone's yeah. like, oh, I don't want to over plan everything. But actually some things don't happen. You have to put the put the stuff there for the moments to then naturally happen. You can't you can't just hope it does. And it's like, I compare it to fireworks. It's like, people don't have that moment during the fireworks. They're kind of like, I'm fucking cold. Yeah. I'm like, like, do you know what I mean? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes is, sometimes isn't. But when you create those moments with this, like you just need that help in hands from the light and the special effects, the production to really hit the nail yeah. on the head. To sp- and speak to suppliers and say, look, to us, this is like, for us, New Year's Eve, that moment was a very important moment for our day. Mm-hmm the most important moment for other people it might be different parts it might be the ceremony it might be the speeches things like that speak to people and say this bit is crucial what do we need to do how yeah. do we make sure that everybody feels the same way that we're feeling in this moment so that everybody remembers it mm-hmm. i just fucking love weddings man don't you love a wedding love a wedding <laughs> um i also do like fireworks by the way i think i feel like people i do but i just think they're freaking extortionate I, they are they expensive are. The, what, the best ones i've seen were a marquee wedding and they, the marquee was kind of up higher. They had a lake then down in front of them. I'm slightly biased because one of the songs they used was our first dance song. But then they had the music playing yeah. loud. Like it was proper loud music. And then the sparklers were going. So it did create that moment. I and like fireworks mm. of music because it creates it's a feeling. It's got to have music. It tells a story. Yeah. There's emotion. Yeah. Yeah. There we that go. Was, they were good fireworks. I like those. I have a treat for you. Tell me more. Today's episode sponsor makes the best brownies in the entire world. And that is no exaggeration. Don't tell me it's Hetty's Kitchen. Didn't you have them instead of your wedding cake? Yes. And we also had them on our tables instead of dessert because they are bloody amazing. And they've actually sent us some of their Christmas range so that we can try it on the podcast. Stop it. Give me some right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we've got the festive lucky dip box, the peppermint cream cookies, and then the chalky orange brownie bombs. Can I have my mouthful for the rest of the episode? You eat and I'll tell everyone about Hetty's. <laughs> Fine by me. Hetty's Kitchen is based in Gloucester, but has an amazing new cafe called Hetty's Place based over at the food dock. But they also do online brownies so you can get brownies sent to your door all over the UK. Mmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hetty's Kitchen offer their popular flavors all year round, like salted caramel, classic fudge, cheesecake, and more. But also do a monthly lucky dip box with themed flavors like their December Christmas range. So go and order some brownies for yourself today and for your wedding. But don't forget to use our discount code Unfiltered Brownies for 10% off. P.S. Get me some. Um, so now we're all full of brownies. <laughs> I feel like we should talk more about our tour. We're going on tour <laughs> well that was, anti- <laughs> that was anti-climate she needs some special effects there brian do you know what we asked brian to put sad music behind one bit that we i did, literally said that to that. him i don't think he i don't even think he listens to he it he doesn't care edits. about our production no i know all. you are literally our producer brian it's all about the feelings and the emotion brian and i was like play some sad music i was like sound like a lost little child i know and i was expecting some like emotional music and he didn't play anything i want some more background stuff we also us. have no jingle still no jingle for Should we just for do a this as a, brian could you come and be seated this is a formal this is a formal i think it's a review meeting review that's what i was looking for thank you right. like we appreciate the effort that you've put into editing everything free of charge but it's not good enough uh, <laughs> <laughs> should we give him a christmas bonus he does get paid does he for you I don't pay him. <laughs> um, yeah, we need more jingles. We need more things. We need more, just a little bit more effort from you, Brian. That's all we're looking for. <laughs> we'll review it in six weeks. Okay. Um, you've been caught out. You're sacked. Red-handed. Because I literally listened to it this morning. I was like, what a fucking, what a little what bitch. Little bitch. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're full of brownies. Right. We're we going. Are- <laughs> Right, I'm just going to go. We're going at all. We're going at all. <laughs> Wait, let me sit up properly. So Brian, no, do we are like, we have to go again to you, you Don't give me enough energy, ready? We are going. Go on. <laughs> go on. <laughs> right. Let's we. Just go. Three, two, one. We're going on tour. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. We're, we're going, going on tour. tour. <laughs> um, are I'm, we coming? Are we coming? <laughs> Wait. Are we coming to a city near you? Well, surely, because we've done a city everywhere. Like one of them has got to be within two hours of you. So if you don't know, get to know. We are going to Birmingham, London, Edinburgh, Cardiff, Manchester. That's it. (laughs) We might add a few more in. We'll see. We, the tour itself is about a night out. Yeah. Hem party, evening of the wedding. Yeah. Full of inspo. Yeah. You're here for a good time, not a long time. (laughs) You like that saying, don't you? (laughs) I see it as when you leave the tour when you finished your night you should be drunk you should have made some friends like i think this is a really when you become a bridal groom you join this club and a lot of like your friends and family and stuff don't quite get it they don't get the feel of it you are going to be in a room full of people that understand and that are excited for you and that are dying to talk about their wedding so when you're coming please feel free to go over to someone and go tell me all about your wedding what yeah. are you doing? Like, what are you having? So we've got drinks lined up. We've got entertain, like full to the brim of entertainment. You're going to have a good party. Proper party. Get in your feels. We've got a bit of production going on, haven't bit we? A bit of production going Cheeky on. Cheeky bit of production. Of we because we went to the Birmingham location. Yeah. And we were doing our sort of site visit thing. And I stood on the stage and we were like, cool, let's put the lights on. 
right, okay, well, unless I want to look orange because it was orange lighting or pink, this is not going to work. Yep. So let's get some lighting in. That's exactly what we're doing. We're going to do a live Q&A with you all. Yeah, which speeches. Is be awesome. <laughs> speeches. We've got some really, really good, like, goodie bags for the VIP guests. So We've you can do VIP or standard. Yeah. It's not a sales pitch. No one's going to sell to you. This ain't no wedding fair. Like, this is the stuff you get after. So we will basically send you after a guide to how to do the evening of your wedding. Yeah. Basically what we did to make sure that that event was epic, mm-hmm. the timeline, the suppliers we used, the decor that we had, like everything. So that after... When you've caught up with your hangover, when you're back and hydrated and when you're back into wedding planning mode, you can then open that. Don't be at that event thinking about, what do I need to do? Do I need to have that? It'll all come to you after. Just enjoy that night. Mm-hmm. Parte. P-A-R-T to the Y. What bit are you most looking forward to? I am looking forward to the entertainment in the evening. Because, yeah. There's like, so much entertainment. It's so freaking good. I'm so excited for you to see all the little bits we've put together and all the little touches. We've really tried to put everything we've put in the podcast into practice. So yeah. everything, if you are a podcast avid listener, you, everything's going to make sense to you and you're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. And ha. this is why the, the whole reason we're doing it is so that when you are planning the evening of your wedding, how we've thought about our podcast and adding in all those bits that are very us, you should be doing the same for your wedding. Mm-hmm. You should, your guests should be at your wedding going, cool, they've thought of that. Ah, that makes sense for them. Yes, that was epic. Like that's what we're trying to teach you within this mm-hmm. fun night out. And every location is going to be different because yeah. you're going to see the previews. Everyone's going to be tagging us. We want to make each location different, um, different suppliers in some of them. Some will have similar, yeah. but different vibes, different even vibe. a bit of decor, bit of difference in the decor. Honestly, we don't, we've not done it by half. And I'm, I'm getting, so I don't know if, so the Birmingham one is two days before my birthday mm-hmm. and about a week before my honeymoon. And I don't know which of all those three things I'm most looking forward to. Like my January is going to be epic. Should we do some frequently asked questions about the tour? Yeah. Shall I ask you questions? Oh yeah. Would you want to ask me questions? One on one. Okay, go on then. Can I come on my own? Going back to my first thing of making friends, 1000%. You, I reckon if you came alone, it would take 30 seconds before you can find a group to mm-hmm. get involved with. Like I, I genuinely want to encourage people that are coming to chat to people because you have no idea what ideas people are going to give you, what tips they'll give you, like just how hype they'll be for the fact that you're here and you won't be alone for very long. I'd say most people are coming in twos. Yeah. That's what I kind of noticed. But I definitely know there's some people coming on their own. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Here for it. You're coming alone, aren't you? Is Jack coming? Yeah. He doesn't want to come because he knows all of you are going to go, <laughs> when are you going to propose to Beth? And I was they like, won't know who he is. And I was like, will you propose to me on stage? And he was like, absolutely fucking not. That but would, could you I fucking think, imagine? I think if we all go, Jack proposed to Beth. Jack, Jack proposed to Beth. Jack proposed to Beth. Would you like that? No. Would you not? No. No, as in the proposal on stage? I'd freaking die. But would you die? Yeah. I'd be like, because you'd be in the background. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just not our vibe, but yeah. No. Oh, maybe i might lo- be engaged then maybe christmas cr- christmas yeah. proposal fuck knows could be couldn't it i just don't think he's asked so we're gonna move on from Brilliant. that Fine. okay carry on um do you want me to ask you another question yeah, you guess me one uh can i bring my fiance definitely there are gonna be guys there gonna be girls there. there's gonna be same sex couples there yeah here for it everyone's invited heavier on the girls front let's not fake it to them and say that everyone's bringing a boy yeah it will definitely be heavy but there is nothing there's no reason why a guy wouldn't like it brian will be there <laughs> That's it. That's the only boy we're 100% sure on. <laughs> Can I wear white? Yes. Hem party vibes. In fact, 
I want, I've been trying to look at what we're going to wear. Like, mm. I want people to feel like you can wear whatever the fuck you want to wear to this. Pink, like, go white, big, red, yeah. black, whatever you want. Yeah. Flamboyant, yeah. big dresses, feathers, you pearls, do you. glitter, sequins, felt. <laughs> Is there food? Yes. <laughs> we weren't sure about food were we i'd say eat before yeah yeah eat dinner eat dinner um but there'll be this food like, is to soak up the alcohol yeah so there's gonna be sweet treats late night bites yeah um let me ask you a question yeah should i arrive on time yes or should i be cool to be late please arrive on time we have so much jam-packed in the short space of time yeah we've that got. is very true we don't want you to miss anything so we've got certain suppliers on at certain times and they won't be coming back on after that well yeah because it then turns into another supplier yeah so please be on time vips be on time especially because we've got so much planned in that first hour for you for birmingham because mm-hmm. our manchester one is slightly different isn't it yeah where this is so we've got a different area for vips yeah, in so- manchester whereas birmingham has got a different timing for vips yeah. so it's just i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be good um what's your what's one little thing you can tell us that we're doing at the tour tell them no you have to tell them something no can i tell them one what one <laughs> you hate it i love it do you got penis straw no but i might have, i don't know if i'm gonna do the penis straws you have to oh okay um we're gonna have a little hydration station <laughs> again these are just the little tips for your wedding if yeah. you set up a nice little water station, I know it seems like it's not important, but I promise you those guests that want water will walk over and go, cute, thanks for that. Cute. Thanks for my lemon infused water, guys. Appreciate that. So try and find the hydration station at each each event. There's going to be a shed ton of tequila rose, just saying. You're not allowed to tell people. I am. Tequila rose, baby. <laughs> it's basically the Beth show and Georgie's there. No, uh, you'll know I which know bits are me and you'll know which bits are Georgie. And I think... That's again what we wanted to show, the two ways that you can do it. And how they can go together. Yeah. You can be classy and still have a penis straw. A penis straw. There ain't no penis straw near my stuff. I'm just going to go, I'm going to walk around with a whole group of penis straws and just start putting them in your drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should we do a bitch from a bride? Let's go. Hey guys. Loving the podcast. Thank you. It's been the holy grail for me whilst planning. I have a bitches from a bride for you. Yes. I attended a wedding recently where the food cost around £120 a person. Two people at the wedding snuck out and got a subway and then returned just as the mains were being taken away. How would you react if this was you? Do I tell the bride as I'm not sure she knows or do I just let it lie as I'm worried I'll upset her? I know I would be fuming. Love ya. Why did they go and get subway? Love you too. <laughs> what? Because they must have been hungry. But the mains are being served. But I think they've gone to get a subway and she's known about it. So have they brought it back? Have they told people about it? Who's known about it? Oh, sorry. Yeah. She's known as she was a guest. Yeah. I'm First things first, I'm going to say, don't tell the bride. No. Don't tell them. It's one of those things again, where you're just like, you're just going to annoy someone. They don't need to know. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Yeah, I'd be fuming. Yeah. I'd be like, can I have my 120 pound back? Did they eat the food? Not sure. No, it was getting cleared. Yeah. Maybe they didn't like the menu. Fussy fuckers. Oh. How do we feel about fussy eaters? What? <laughs> Are you looking at me like because I'm a fussy eater? Like, can you just say it in the way I said it? Fussy fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about fussy fuckers? I do, it doesn't doesn't bother me, but I think my thing is I don't want to see adults eating chicken nuggets. Okay. Like we can plane down the meal. 
So I I have this predicament because I'm vegetarian, mm-hmm. but I hate beetroot. Yeah, like, okay. But I can't eat it. I, I like I'm a polite person, but I can't I can't make myself eat that. Do, should I say to a bride? Just say you're allergic. Not to not to suppliers, by the way. I'm, I'll eat what I'm given. But as in, if I was a guest at a wedding, I don't want her to spend 120 pounds on me for me not to enjoy the food. Just say you're allergic to beetroot, then. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Or is that rude? Because we did a whole episode about how you're not allergic. You just don't like it. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> if... You... But more, more not selfishly, for, but for them, I don't want them to pay for a start. I'd rather say I won't have a start. I don't waste it on me. Sometimes it's not worth the ag. I know. <sighs> I think it's a bit muggy to go Subway though. Oh, so muggy. Mm. But what do you do if you don't like the food and then you're hungry? Do it after the meal served in the lull in private. Don't tell anyone. It's like they're trying to make it cool. Yeah, it's not cool. Nobody thinks no, you're no, cool. No, no, everything's you're not. Tell you what anyway, what's cool? your Subway order? Oh, interesting. Well, it used to be a vegetarian meatball marinara, but Ew. they don't do the veggie meatballs anymore. So now it's a veggie steak sub. Yeah. All the fake meat. Well, yeah. I'm Italian BMT kind of gal, toasted with BMT. cheese. BMT? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Italian BMT? Yeah. Big meat tasty. <laughs> right, what's Lettuce. BMT? Lettuce, tomatoes, cucumber, sweet corn, crispy onions, mayo, and barbecue sauce. You get your money's worth, don't you? And gherkins. Okay. I don't get my money's worth at Subway because I'm not. <gasps> and their cookies are bang. Yeah, I do like their cookies, but I also like the salt and vinegar crisps with my Subway. Yep. But I have, I, don't, I just have lettuce. Boring. I know, and ketchup. Anyway, do you want to do a tip jar? <laughs> Biggest, meatiest, tastiest. Biggest, meatiest, tastiest. <laughs> Brian, how funny. That's what I call you at night. <laughs> No, you don't. You're no, I'm such know. a liar. I know. I thought I didn't your... call it the BMT. You sleep with your heatless curls in your pajamas up to your neck. Um, no, I actually don't really wear pajamas very often. Ooh, ooh, you if naked, anything, naked, naked. If anything, when I'm wearing pajamas, it's more of a the Thing. doors open <laughs> because it'll be like a nighty. What does Brian sleep in? Boxes. But I also sleep with <laughs> um, a big soft dog. Wait, I'm not a child. What a killjoy. No, 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 I know. Which You're I totally, a Disney adult. I, I knew you were going to say that. But no, it's because I like something in between my legs. Of course you do. I don't know how to word Brian. this. It's not. But Isla gave me this dog and it was kind of like, oh, cute, thanks. Even so I was, weirder. But then I, but I like to, I like to hug something while I'm sleeping. Brian. I'm not fucking hugging him while I sleep. Okay. He snores and talks and like, so do you. you know, when somebody goes, like jolts yeah. and you're like, the fuck? <laughs> Why, what do you sleep in? PJs. What kind of PJs? Just like it's hot though, PJs. isn't it? No, I like my PJs. No, I find them uncomfortable. Get some good PJs. I got some on ASOS the other day and they're the softest ones ever. But I just don't like wearing clothes in bed. Just don't like wearing clothes in general, love. No, I definitely it's needed. <laughs> Let's do a tip jar. Okay. Bring back my tip jar. So we've talked about production. Can I stop you there? One of your team members told, told me something. Told me that my fucking tip jar is here. Who? And that it's hiding. Who said that? I'm not telling you who Georgia. said it. Georgia. Nope, my, my lips are sealed. Aaron. No, I'm not telling you nothing. Tell me who it was. Tell me where my tip jar is. Tell me who it was. Tell me where my tip jar is. I don't know. Is. They're the ones that fucking You're a it. fucking liar, mate. They're this podcast is off. It's over. Um, so we've talked about lighting, production, all that fun stuff. I want three tips on how to get people on the dance floor. <sighs> okay. Okay. Tip number one. You need to be on the dance floor. Yep. People will follow you everywhere. People want to be where the bride and groom are. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are dancing, you don't have to dance the entire night, but if you've paid for a band, one of you two bloody well better be on that dance floor for those band sets. 
because that's what that's when people will come when you're there tip number two is oh play some like music from like your hendu so when we did waka waka at our wedding it was my hendu song every single girl that was on one of my multiple hendus was on that dance floor so you can't hear it and then not Waka waka eh, eh, you can't not then be involved this time for africa anyway um <laughs> tip number three is that it's okay to have bits where the dance floor isn't full mm-hmm. i think people look and be like oh my god there's nobody on the dance floor when we did the evening part of our wedding we had three band sets and i had made playlists for in between for them to play and curated everything i thought really nobody was on the dance floor in between and i don't care doesn't bother me now whereas if i'd thought about it beforehand i would have been like i want people to dance all night long it's not that's not what we want give people a break yeah i'm i'm well okay with a break like have the music playing do not stop music at any point but enjoy like embrace the moments where it's full don't overthink the moments where it's empty can i add a tip of course you can brian hates this tip what and i'm here for it make sure there's some comfy footwear for the ladies because (sighs) People's shoes are gonna hurt. Yeah. People's shoes are gonna hurt. And like the amount of times I've been at weddings and there's not flip-flops and I don't want to dance because my feet hurt. And I'm like, I really want to dance, but my feet hurt. And I've not been prepared enough to bring a second pair of shoes. Like I know it's the ick, but if you want people on there, give them the option. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with you. How, what makes you dance at a wedding? A song. Is it a song? Even if the dance floor was empty though, would give you dance to a song? Whitney Houston. What? Oh, I want to dance. Okay. And I will be on there. Shall I tell you what we need to do? Oh my God, we can do it ready for our tour. Yeah. We need to make a playlist. Yeah. Let's make a fucking Pink good Bello, playlist. And then we can give it to everyone and then they can use it. Yep. Yes. Right, we do that for the tour. Yep. Nice. Cool. Um, That was a fun episode. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. hope everybody's now thinking a little bit about production mm-hmm. and if you haven't already bought your tickets for the tour or what the fuck are you doing go to www.theunfilteredbridepodcast.co.uk and all the links will be there oh, impressed by that mm-hmm. well done manchester tickets are still available birmingham yeah. is a sellout i'm afraid sell out well, manchester might not be available now but check the website for the check release. the website but also if you're southwest based cardiff cardiff, cardiff is, go over to pop over to wales, wales. I'm half Welsh. Go on then. Say some Welsh. In thy two pedwa pimp. That's all I know. It's one to five. <laughs> oh, it sounded like Brian's my pimp. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye.